Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot to get into on the show today, Thursday. Normally, Thursday, we talk about... Oh, what happened on AEW and NXT last night? Well, today we're going to talk a lot about what happened on NXT last night because there was no AEW, and NXT was a very, very newsworthy show. We have new NXT Tag Team Champions. <laughs> we have new NXT Tag Team Champions. The new champions lost a tag match on last week's show. Don't even ask. We also no longer have a heavyweight champion as Karrion Cross was forced to relinquish the title. Did that interview with ESPN. He didn't think he was going to be out very long, but they did the MRI, and sounds like he's going to be out a substantial amount of time, because if he wasn't, he would have retained the title. But he has relinquished it, and next week on the show, there is a four-man, 60-minute Ironman match on Tuesday, unopposed, for the vacant NXT championship. So if ever they have a chance of breaking a million viewers, that would be it. Now, granted, it is on a different night. They did push very, very hard Super Tuesday. I'm sure on Raw Monday, they'll push very, very hard. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. This might be the night they break their one million viewers. AW is tonight. We have a full lineup for the show. They've added a new match, which in fact features the dynamite debut of Brian Pillman Jr. We'll tell you about that. We can also talk about everything from last night's show, this coming weekend, SmackDown. We got Payback coming up. A lot of stuff. We still only know four matches for Payback, but perhaps we will know more. I hope we know more after SmackDown on Friday. A lot of feedback from you as well, so get ready to participate today. I'll tell you how to do it after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. With the real estate market evolving, realtors stand ready to help. 
Realtors are an expert voice of reason in changing times, and they're working in new ways to guide you through virtual showings and safe closings, to be your ally in the fight for mortgage relief, to understand a neighborhood the way no algorithm can. That's the role of a realtor. This is a real estate season like no other, and realtors are ready. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. The great thing about facts, they're proven. Like the fact that crude oil contains impurities. Or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Ask for it at Jiffy Lube. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hi, right, in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Here on Sports Byline Broadcasting, the mightier 1090 AM. And, of course, twitch.tv slash F4W video where the homies in the chat are argue. Well, not all of them. Probably a guy. I don't know. Someone's arguing about my statement in the opening segment about how next Tuesday is NXT's big chance to break one million. And, ha! Uh, why would they break one million? How would they break one million? They didn't break one million last week when they were unopposed. Well, listen, my friends. Listen. Last week, they were, in fact, unopposed. And no, they did not break a million, but they did a very strong number. And 
Did you see the lineup for last week's show? All I talked about was they're unopposed, and that's what they've come up with. Let's look at the card. We had Johnny Gargano and Ridge Holland. You're not breaking a million with that. We had Jesse Kamea and Dakota Kai. You're not breaking a million with that. We had Legato Del Fantasma versus Brizango and Swerve Scott, which I ranted about yesterday, which you're not going to break a million with. We had the Pat McAfee interview, which was a fantastic promo. Well, you're not breaking a million with that. We had Rhea and Shotzi versus Ali and Mercedes. You're not breaking a million with that. And we had Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream. And you're not going to break a million with that. But if you go back and you look at what was the best number that NXT has done, with competition, by the way, not just from a normal AEW show, but they were head-to-head with the second night of Fighter Fest. Do you guys remember what the match was? It was a double title match with Adam Cole and Keith Lee with the AW title and the NXT title on the line. Because whatever you think about the NXT booking, whatever you think about whatever, that double title match was enough for them to not only do their best number in forever, but they beat AEW, which was running Fighter Fest, which they had been building up forever. And by the way, the build for that was one day Regal just decided, hey, we're going to unify the titles. Okay. So, this coming Tuesday, they are unopposed. They, they pushed very, very hard on Wednesday's show that they were unopposed. And it wasn't even like saying we're going to be on a different day. They hammered home Super Tuesday, Super Tuesday, Super Tuesday, Super Tuesday. So you remembered, not only is it another day, but it's Tuesday. On Raw, I would strongly suspect, in front of 2 million viewers, they're going to push Super Tuesday tomorrow. Super Tuesday, tomorrow. Super Tuesday, tomorrow. And then on that Super Tuesday, it is not Ridge Holland and Johnny Gargano and a random six-man match. It is a four-way with their four biggest stars in an Iron Man match over 60 minutes, which, by the way, if you follow the numbers, long matches, whether you like them or not, Long matches traditionally grow throughout the match. A 60-minute Iron Man match for the vacant NXT title. You're, go- you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed to see a new champion. So that's why if they have a chance of breaking 1 million viewers, it's next Tuesday. I don't know if they're going to do it, but they have the best chance that they've had, and I don't even know how long, to do that number. So, we'll see. Do you think they're doing this, Mike? I think they could, but I don't think they will. I, I, let's get to 900,000 first, and if they can cross that hurdle, then maybe maybe they can get to a million. Who knows? But the hype on Raw should be real. And when you have a match like that, maybe you didn't even need to announce the 60-minute Iron Man. I guess they just wanted to, to make sure that it was – all gimmicked up, but I think the four-way would have been sufficient, and I think that going on for an hour would be something that would continue to keep viewers and to grow them. But they've announced it 60 minutes. I think with the talent that's involved, it won't hurt. The only other match that they've announced so far is a six-person street fight uh, with Brizango and Swerve Scott against uh, Legato de Fantasma. So I think that's a good... Let me guess, uh, Swerve is going to beat the champion after losing to the champion on this week's show. Anybody want to take that bet? I bet you anything. Anything. Well, 
You got to build to a, to a, a tag team uh, uh, match as well too. There, so you got to have Brizango losing in this would, wouldn't surprise me uh, either here. But who the hell knows? But what matters is it's, it's a street fight, and I think that's a good way to. There's the two things you have announced so far, so that's a good start. You don't have that much more to fill in since you already know what an entire hour is going to be. So I think if they continue to uh, paint the picture. Uh, as Tuesday uh, gets near and continues to build upon what they already have there and are, are careful about it, uh, they really should be trying to play for a million. You should always try to be playing for a million anyway. But, uh, again, 900000 I think, is very, very believable with the number they had last time around that was unopposed. Think about this also when you say they should hit 900000 I don't know because we don't have the numbers yet, but I would not be surprised if last night's show beat 900000 because they're coming off TakeOver, which clearly helped Raw. Although Raw was probably mostly helped by the Thunderdome. And I'll talk about NXT and the Thunderdome in a moment. But they're coming off a TakeOver. And they hyped up very strongly that Karrion Cross was going to announce the future of the title. They had a fairly strong show. And there was no NBA last night. And the last time they were unopposed, there was NBA competition. So it is possible that last last night's number with no NBA is going to break 900,000. I guess we will wait and see. But I want to say one thing about last night's show, which I just I don't understand. And no one's explained this to me yet. And the only thing that I can figure is they just like running full sail. Why is this show not in the Thunderdome? We, we talked about this yesterday. They have rented out this building. For and for the at minimum October thirty first, and with two weeks notice they can extend it as long as they want. Well, at least until fans start coming back and the building can run out to other people. But it's just sitting there. There's nobody there. There's nobody doing anything. We have what they're charging WWE for for each day Monday through Friday. It's a bargain basement price. Why is NXT not in? the thunderdome i'm just baffled it looks so dark and sad and quiet in that full sale arena after watching ron smackdown in the thunderdome which on both shows it clearly helped it clearly helped why is nxt not in the thunderdome can anyone explain this to me do, do they even know why why well, I mean... no I mean, they must know why it's their decision i want to know why it's, I, I, I don't. I, I really, I have no clue. I, I was more, you know, when sticking to just what happened with the matches, for as solid as the show was, I mean, there was not one match where I didn't come out of it with a question as to something about the match, whether it be whether I want to see Raquel and Rhea Ripley at the end or why Brizango ever got a title shot in the first place and why are they making this move other than to just go ahead and make a move. Uh, with the world tag, with the NXT tag team titles, uh, Swerve talked about it yesterday. You know, the hope is the match is going to be good because there's going to be some sort of craptastic ending. And I don't know if it's a craptastic ending or not, but it is a very straight out of 1978, you know, mid south with the grappler or something like that. I mean, the loaded mass gimmick. Um, you know, I, 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 we'll have to see how that goes in, in 2020, but 
you know, that was the thing. It was, you know, the matches themselves, I, for the most part, were solid. I'll say this. I don't know how Fandango is going to be able to walk later on in life. I've always been amazed that anybody has been, like, hit Bobby Eaton, anybody, the Alabama Jam, anybody that's ever done uh, leg drops off the top rope for an extended period of time have always amazed me, and I can't believe Fandango didn't kill himself delivering a double last night to Imperium. But, uh, you know, the the action itself is solid. The stories, eh, I'm not 100% sold on them, but uh, they're also not as insulting or as bad as you see on Raw or as on SmackDown. So how much can you complain? Well, we'll be taking your feedback after the break. We'll also run over the Dynamite card for tonight. There is a lot announced for this show. Chris Jericho is going to be doing commentary. We'll go over all the matches. If you want to text us, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. All of these numbers and more on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Back in a moment, Observer Live. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. 
Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, everybody. Who's Jake Lee? Awesome. Anybody? Anybody know who Jake Lee is? (laughs) Dom knows. I can't wait, Semp. Yeah? When we find out he's a porn star. He is not a porn star. Why would your mind go immediately to that, Mr. Alvarez? Well, because you threw out this name. Uh-huh. We were talking during the break, and Mike was upset about Jake Atlas getting beaten up, but he kept calling him Jake Lee. I was flabbergasted. Jake Lee? Who's Jake Lee? So I'm sure there's like some famous porn star that you've been watching. Is Mike. that what it is? Is that who it is? Maybe yeah. we should ask Adam Summers or well, somebody we're gonna, else. We're going to find out. The, the Twitch homies or somebody's going to text me and tell me who Jake Lee is. Oh, I think we're going to find out who it is. And, and who would have known that if I... Uh, didn't have the opportunity to record a Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare, as I will be doing on Friday morning with my friend Adam Summers, that if he was not available to do that show, producer Dom could step in and we could talk about All Japan Pro Wrestling. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what the Twitch homies say. What are they saying right now, Brian? Well, I know that tonight on Dynamite we got a contract signing with John Moxley versus MJF. We got Sammy Guevara, Matt Hardy in a tables match. Brody Lee will have his championship celebration. An update on Cody, who was killed last week by Brody Lee. We got the Natural Nightmares versus the Young Bucks versus Best Friends versus FTR in a gauntlet match with the winners challenging for the AEW Take Team titles at All Out, which is going to be a very interesting match. What do you do? Do you have the Young Bucks and the FTR face off unadvertised in a gauntlet match? Do you hold it off? Do the Young Bucks lose to... The best friends. Last week on TV, they they shot an angle where FTR basically told the hangman, you know, if these young bucks win and they beat you, you're just a guy again. So they were very strongly suggesting to him, you should do whatever you can on purpose or on accident to make sure that the young bucks don't go to this match it all out. So we'll see what happens there. Big Swole versus Britt Baker and Penelope Ford in a handicap match. I, I guess apparently it's only two-on-one instead of one-on-three. I guess Reba is not involved. We were concerned about that last night. Your technical showcase. Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix and The Butcher and The Blade against Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss, Griff Garrison who is not the Jungle Boy, and Brian Pillman Jr. debuting on Dynamite. And Chris Jericho will be on commentary. It's like a new wave job squad. I should mention, by the way, just to make everybody mad today, that those Dynamite figures at Walmart, they they cannot keep them stocked. Oh my They're God. all gone. I'd like to think it's kids, but I know it's not. It's and not, is it? on top of that... The Young Bucks have a book coming out. It's already number one at Barnes & Noble. 
Did it already win the Observer Book of the Year? Maybe it has. It probably will, actually. Yeah, I bet you it does. They're already sold out, and apparently Barnes & Noble has put in a new order for more. So, there you go. Just telling you the facts, everybody. Let's see what we've got here. In the email bin, which is brian at wrestlingobserver.com. What's this here? Bio? Oh, we'll worry about that one later. Oh, about Jake Lee? Is that what it is? Yeah. Did you did you mention anything about Jake Lee in your bio? Was he a mentor of yours? I did. No. You were younger? All right, let's look at these text messages. All right, this person here. Two things, Brian. Is the Imperium tag reign the saddest in recent memory? Feels like they lost the title to jobbers who will lose to Legato del Fantasma. Well, I would not in any universe say that the Imperium tag title reign was the worst in recent memory because the worst in recent memory is one I'm sure we've all already forgotten. It was so pointless. But yes, why why Tyler Breeze was pinned last week and after being pinned, they were immediately put in a number one contenders match and then they won the number one contenders match and then they won the titles. I don't know. I mean, it was a week. Did you guys understand? It was a week. In one week, they couldn't figure out, well, they're going to win the tag titles, so maybe they shouldn't lose to Legato del Fantasma. I mean, you could say, well, maybe they lost to them because they're going to be the next challengers. Well, that's all fine and good, but the, they're going to be the next challengers because they beat them up and they attacked them and we're having a street fight next week. So, I don't know. Whatever. Are you... uh? Are you saying the saddest title reign was uh, the Broserweights? What I makes you sad? Barely even remember that one. What is it? What that one was sad, it? too, because they became <laughs> champions, and then one guy who had to go back home. <laughs> then they were given to another guy, and then that guy turned on the other guy, and that was the end of it. So that was a pretty that was a pretty lame title reign. Which one are you talking about that makes you so... Uh... I was, I had nothing on my mind. I'm just saying Imperium wasn't that bad. Oh, they had yeah, matches. No. They God, defended no. the title. So I'm sure there's one worse than that <laughs> the, the across only one it, of these shows. Yeah, the only reason it's sad would be because of circumstance, and the reality is is their circumstances, at least they got to wrestle a little bit. They've been able to do something, whereas so many others haven't really had the opportunity to do anything or barely they're just starting to do something now. Didn't Miz and Morrison win the tag team titles at some point? Am I wrong about that? Oh, I'm sure they probably have had it seven times this year. No, I'm talking – I don't think they've – well – there was a point where they never won a match for like four straight months. So if they ended up with the tag titles this year, then in fact that would probably have been a worse title reign. See, and by by WWE logic, that would probably make sense in their world. Yeah, they had the tag team titles. They let's see. They retained the titles at Elimination <laughs> Chamber. They won him at Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. No wonder why I tried to block that one out. Yeah, that was a much worse title reign. Ooh. So they lost them on April 17th, and then I don't think either Miz nor Morrison won a match. They may not have won a match still since that, that point. So that's that's the answer to that question, I guess. Where's Pete Dunn? He's barely in the U.K. Can't get out here. So... Person says he's going on strike for NXT until he comes back. Dude, this one's out of NXT's hands. Really if you're mad, you don't need to boycott NXT. It's not their decision. I don't even know what's going on with Imperium. I was given the impression that they had to go back. But I didn't know that you could travel. Maybe you can travel back in quarantine. 
maybe somebody can fill me in. But I mean, the impression I was given was they're they're out for a while. So I guess we'll see. Maybe they're just willing to roll the dice, too, of like, okay, well, we'll be back whenever, but like, we got to get the hell out of here back to our families or something. You don't, who knows what the circumstances are behind it, but it was a surprising move and a move that right now just feels like it was done literally just to change the titles and no other reason. Hey, this person notes, not to mention Brizango lost a tag title match to Imperium in June. So Imperium did beat them prior to this. this was my thing with the match was like, that's why I really thought that maybe we would get, you know, instead of seeing Austin Theory back in NXT, we would see a debut of a tag team or maybe a new unit. They got invited into that match and then they would surprisingly win and get the title shot because, uh, again, on the surface, what Breezango gets out of this, what the tag division really gets out of this, other than to give them a, a attaboy and a gold star for going down there and doing what they've done and working with people and going off the main roster to down there. I mean, other than other than that, why did they make the move? And could that have not been have been better suited for somebody else debuting or a new team or something like that? So we'll have to see with the way the, the rain goes. But again, it just was an odd decision to make to me. Same with the reason. It's like burying Jake Atlas and giving him the the Cody treatment that uh, that the Dark Order gave him with getting tipped off the 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 gurney, you know. Except it was Tommaso Ciampa giving him the draping DDT off of the gurney. You know why him as opposed to somebody else when you do actually have a cruiserweight division and if nothing else, he can do some spectacular stuff. I mean, at the very least, you stick him in that you know Evan Bourne, you know kind of pile that's where I, at least i would put him where i would at least try to protect him somewhat because the things he can do there's other guys on your roster that just don't make him look as good but again why they made the decision we'll have to see how it plays out here's all our jake lee answers here dave talked to you about jake lee before i think he saw him when he went to japan in january <laughs> this person here says jake lee was the guitarist for ozzy osborne or one of them what really Person says Jake Lee is a wrestler in all Japan. That's why I said. What'd you say? Randy Rhodes? No, this person thinks he's a Noah guy. Uh huh. Hmm. Is that what it is? So you've probably seen him in all Japan. What do you think about him? He's he's he is a professional wrestler, a hard a hard worker. That's (laughs) good. Good matches against Kento Miyahara, which is uh, easy to say, but uh, he's Adam though. It's true. Jake E. Lee, guitarist. Interesting. Jake E. Lee. Yeah. Playing with I, I'll be damned. Ozzy and then later with Badlands with uh, Ray Gillen. I don't know who that is, but it sounds like Badlands would be a the type of band that would play with Fozzie to open up a, a motorcycle gig. Spursnier says, does NXT have a contract with Full Sail? Okay. I'm sure they do. Okay. But listen to me. Let me say this for the 80th time. Did you guys see Did you guys see the WWE financials? Without blinking an eyelash, they could easily continue paying for full sale every week and run in the Thunderdome that they're already paying for. They got to pay every day whether they're in the Thunderdome or whether they're not in the Thunderdome. So why don't you pay a little more, put NXT in the Thunderdome, which is a significantly better look, it'll probably help the ratings, and you can just keep paying full sale but not run there. 
It's not like these people are in the poorhouse. Back in a moment, Observer Live. O'Reilly Auto Parts can help make your auto maintenance easier. So when your car isn't stopping like it used to, our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies to do the job right the first time. Right now, get 15% off a set of brake vest pads and two rotors, plus O'Reilly Brake Cleaner, two for $5. Stop by or visit OReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Finding the next job is a big job, and that part of what you do is a little tough right now. Because of that, Lowe's for Pros is here to help. Get $400 in leads on us with a free one-year subscription from HomeAdvisor to connect to jobs that make sense for you. Sign up at Lowe'sforpros.com slash proloyalty to get started. Just one more reason why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Now let's get to work. Subscription and $400 lead credit subject to HomeAdvisor's approval and terms. Valid for new HomeAdvisor customers only. Lowe's loyalty required. More terms apply. Valid through 99 U.S. only. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, somebody asks, why hasn't John Moxley been wrestling for New Japan? Well, John Moxley is the AEW champion, and contractually, he cannot work for New Japan when they run in America. So those NJPW Strong shows on Friday night, NJPWWorld.com, he can't work those tapings. Now, 
if he flew to Japan, he could work a show for New Japan in Japan. But in order to do that, he has to fly out and he has to do a two-week quarantine. And that means he's gone for over two weeks. You got to leave, if what, leave here on a Thursday, show up there uh, late Friday night, start your quarantine Saturday morning, two weeks Saturday, fly back home. You're missing well over, you're missing two and a half weeks. So that means he's missing Dynamite as champion. And at this point, it's not happening. So at no point would that happen. That's, that's. No, that your your bread and butter. You, this is an independent contractor problems, but that's how you got to deal with it. You take care of who feeds you the most first, and who your first priority is. And his first priority, no matter how big a, fa- a fan you are of him in New Japan, is AEW. Period. Same thing with Chris Jericho. The same thing with anybody in that position or that scenario. That's just how it goes, and kind of sucks, you know, you know, boo, that you, you can't have somebody, you can't double dip and have, you know, somebody show up in the States, and it just, that's the way it goes. Those are the breaks, and, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that people still have to ask that question or wonder why about it, but, uh, you know, that's not going to happen. Same thing when it comes to, like, the Ring of Honor scenario with New Japan guys, too. I mean, you know, with if there's an AEW tie-in or something like that, I mean, the politics behind all of that stuff, you know, when things get up and going again, is going to be actually pretty interesting. So, yes, I don't know this a thousand percent, but it does look like Imperium is heading back to the U.K. They've got NXT U.K. opening back up again. They're going to need some talent. Obviously, as this person here notes, the whole reason they won the titles was because they were leading towards Finn Balor versus Walter. And once yeah. the whole thing went down, there's no Finn Balor versus Walter. This person here says, my my uh, roommate uh, just traveled. Uh, regarding travel to the UK, my roommate just came back the other day from a five-week trip to England. She was required to quarantine for two weeks when she got there and then had to take a test when she got back to Boston. So... Whenever the NXT UK tapings are, they've got to fly out there, they've got to do their quarantine, and then they can do the NXT UK tapings. So I presume that's why Brizango had to win the belt here. But this raises questions, everybody, and I hate to ask, but these are like obvious questions. Shouldn't they have known that Imperium had to leave like ASAP more than a day or two in advance? Shouldn't they have known a week ago? So if they knew a week ago... And they decided that Brizango was going to beat them. Shouldn't Brizango not have lost a nothing six-man? T- I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. We've seen so much of this lately with NXT. I don't know what's going on. They're booking one show a week. One show a week. What is going on here? I said it's a very WWE thing to do, yeah, the period. And it's just not a very pro wrestling booking thing to do. And you don't... That's just one of those... In their world... And I guess to the general fan, they will go, who cares? It doesn't matter who's going to remember it. But there are people that do. And you're supposed to dot those I's and cross those T's. And, you know, people complain about people like us that point that stuff out. But you're supposed to be taking care of that stuff. You're supposed to have a reason for what takes place in your universe existing. And when you do that too often, it sticks out. Or when you don't do it at all and you start to do it, it sticks out. So I hope they don't fall into the trap of that because that's what permeates their their main roster stuff and their Raw and their SmackDown stuff. Here's the thing, everybody. So maybe 
the idea was Legato del Fantasma, they they pin Tyler Breeze in the six man. Then when Fandango, when Breezango wins the titles, then you've got challengers. Okay. Yes, in theory that makes sense, but there's a giant problem with that. Normally when you do that, it's the number one contender who's already going to be getting a championship match who ends up getting beaten, okay? Who's been winning. That's not what happened here. Brazango lost. Then, for no conceivable reason, they were put into a number one contender's match immediately after losing. They won that match, and then they... It doesn't make sense. If If you would have done a number one contender's match last week on television and Brizango won, and then there was a schmoz afterwards, and you set up the six-man for the pre-show, and in the six-man, Tyler Breeze does a job to somebody in Legato, then great! That makes sense. It doesn't make sense the other way around. No, and it, again, if they were out of here and they knew it, you gotta. You need more teams. I mean, you you now have a void of a of a heel tag team. You could use you can use some more tag teams. Period. There's nobody else you could have put together who you're not really doing a whole lot with now that could benefit from from something like this. I mean, isn't that the whole deal with Cesaro and Nakamura on the main roster? As well, they're really good. I don't know what to do with them. Let's put them together and make them tag champs. You know, I mean, there's nobody else that they could have used a a refresher or a start. You know, and it can't like to me this. This is like a lot of title reigns for Fandango. It just kind of feels like, or Breezango, it just feels like a, I don't want to say a lifetime achievement award, but kind of a thank you for your service in NXT. Thanks for going down there. And, you know, you, you haven't had your chance yet. Here you go. Because otherwise, nothing that they've done has, has warranted this other than it's really amusing to hear Beth Phoenix call their matches. I mean, that's really about it. Tony, my bro, you're on the air. What's going on? Brian. Mike, what is going on? I see the scats in the chat. What's going on, Twitch chat? Speaking of things that don't make sense in NXT, I got one that I'm hung up about. So next week is the four-way Iron Man match for the NXT title, and it's going to be a good match, I'm sure. But Brian, Mike, who is the babyface in that match? Oh, dude, we're going to have a discussion here about the babyfaces in NXT. Well, it, it, the discussion is over. There aren't any. They just turned <laughs> yeah. to Velveteen Dream. They just turned Tommaso Ciampa. Finn Balor is whatever he is. He's a baby face that wrestles heels. Well, he's a, he's a tweener. I mean, whatever they need him to be. But, I mean, he's not like a full baby face. Yeah. And Adam Cole's not a baby face. Johnny Gargano's not, not a baby face. Tommaso Ciampa's not a baby face. Nope. Like, their top, their top main event baby face is Dexter Loomis. Oh, my God. Who else? If you were hold on, it, hold on a second, Tony. Mike, you scoff, but who's the I top did, baby I face? I didn't scoff. You just you made me laugh because when you think about it, you're exactly right. Of course, I'm know. right. He's the it's top baby right. face. And well, you know, and why right, wasn't it Tommaso Ciampa? Why did they have to have him to be week, devious? And they, if they're booking week to week and they knew Ciampa was going to be in this match, why would you turn him heel the week before the match? Dude, I have no earth. Maybe they figured. Uh, well, if we have one baby face and three heels, it's going to be way too hard to do this. Let's have all heels. I don't know. All well, I know is what? why are there no baby faces in NXT? Let's see. Who are the baby faces? Bronson. Well, I, I guess Bronson, but I mean, 
I guess Damian Priest, but Austin he's Damian but he's not he's he's the the secondary champion right now. Who is the main event babyface? It's not Bronson Reed. It's certainly not Drake Maverick. It's certainly not uh, Jason. What'd you call him? Whatever his name is. Jake Atlas. Jake Jake Lee. It's not him. Mike doesn't <laughs> even know the guy's name. It, I mean, who's <laughs> the top babyface in NXT? Drake Maverick. No, he just got squashed last night like a geek. Well, that might make him the top baby face then. Thank you, he's Anthony. The geek. Thank um, you for bringing that up here on this show. It's, it's definitely not Timothy Thatcher. We know that. Although he's the uh, another a heel. Of, a lot of people who love wrestling, he's the big, biggest baby. It's not face. Matt Riddle. He's gone. Matt Riddle. Not gone. Keith Lee. He's gone. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got a great idea. Let's get rid of our two top, two of our top baby faces. Keith Lee's going to get moved up to Raw. Matt Riddle's going to be moved to SmackDown, and then. Everyone who comes back, let's make them heels. What? I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Flabbergasted. Person says, what's the latest on Marty Skrull? Well, I explained this a while ago, and literally nothing's changed. There's an investigation by Sinclair. I, I was told specifically they move glacially slow. That is proven to be true. He's not involved with Ring of Honor at all right now. So everything they're doing with their close set tapings and and whatever they've got to get ready for television, he's had no involvement with that. He's just iced. And we're waiting for Sinclair to make whatever decision Sinclair is going to make. It could come in 2025. (laughs) Maybe later. I don't know. Maybe earlier. We'll have to wait and see. Who do you think needed a, a fresher restart uh, with the the buzz, uh, Ring of Honor or NXT UK? What's the question again? Who who you, who could have used a, a fresher restart here? Uh, because ROH they had so many good things planned, you know, seemingly with the the pure title tournament, they had so much to kind of hit the reset button on and to kind of try to. I mean, 2019 in a lot of ways was an awful year for them, and they were needing to turn it around, and they they lost that opportunity, but. You know, the absence can maybe make the heart grow fonder. And I, I'm curious to see how people will react there. But talking about NXT UK, talking about Imperium going back there and maybe, you know, we get to see Walter and, and you know, who knows if Wade Barrett's going to stick around. I mean, that would be a perfect place for him to lend his voice if Morrow comes back to NXT. I mean, uh, you know, NXT UK had no buzz at all whatsoever. They were just completely a dead brand. I mean... Is the you know the time away? Will people remember that they actually have some people there that like they people like to see that they haven't seen in a while? I mean, I just I wonder who it's actually going to benefit more, and if there's going to be any uh, you know fans coming back and forgetting about how good it was, even though you know unfortunately with people's calendars, it just it's tough to to fit in NXT UK. All right, Dagan, you're on the air. What's going on? If that's your real name. It is actually my real name. Hey, Look Brian, Mike, how are you guys doing today? Good. Struggling. Uh, so shout out, shout out to the uh, Twitch chat. This just came up uh, recently, which is that, uh, you know, WWE in general has a lot of tag belts for a team that doesn't really like or, or push their tag divisions. Uh, you know, what, what even is NXT's tag division right now? It's like you got Legato Del Fantasmo and Breezango and, and, uh, you know, I, I think we're undisputed. defeating a dead horse here. But, yeah, Undisputed Era. 
Um, but like, it doesn't wouldn't it make sense for them to merge some of these tag belts? Uh, it's, it's just a little ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, NXT, it's like they just need tag belts. So if you want to merge belts, I mean, uh, don't make me waste my time with the same argument I've had forever, which is merge the heavyweight titles and merge the tag titles. And if you're the champion, you can work wrong. I mean, dude, we've seen it work great with Bailey and Sasha. They've made both shows better. Yet, for whatever reason, we need to have a champion on Raw, a champion on SmackDown. There's no touring. There's literally no reason uh, for it. Why are there NXT UK tag team champions, you know, other than they have a promotion there? That's that's technically right now that's Gallus. So, uh, you know, it's, again, Aperium could have took the belts, went over there, merged them, and we could have just had one set of champions and been done with that. I mean, every every two months, Vince has some sort of idea to trade people back and forth. You guys remember the last one that we've already dropped? Which is you can go from one show to the other four times in a calendar year. Remember that? That lasted like two weeks. Wild card? That was different. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Twitch homies, listen to me. For the 50th time, it's like how many times I have to explain that, in fact, I have won. I beat Ed Moretti. That's not Craig in How Shoulders Torelli Became Vinny V. It's my buddy Sonny O'Mara. Okay? Who is also very large, but he's not Craig. He doesn't, he, he doesn't look like a Sonny. Is that his, uh, is that his government name? Or did you give him a Don't you ever say anything bad about Sonny, Mike. Because he'll, say he'll put you, he'll tie you in knots. Well, he exactly. He looked more like a cloudy than He did Sambo. He's doing jujitsu now. And still he's still wrestling, believe it or not. Oh, Krav Maga, too? I mean, what else is he doing? Wow. The walking weapon there. Dude, you somewhere. better not ever come to this area. I wouldn't want to come to that area. But you know where I'd like to go? Southern California, where the mightier 1090 is. Our friends down there love that place. Number one in Slab City, right here, Mike Sempervivi. The number one talking head of Slab City Pro Wrestling, Mike Sempervivi. Well, we are in the mightier 1090 AM, everybody. SoCal, Monday through Friday. So, well, Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, twitch.tv slash F4W video. This coming weekend... If you're a subscriber to our Twitch channel, you must be a subscriber, Amazon Prime, however you want to sign up. We will be doing yet another live post show, as yes, WWE has payback this coming Sunday. Two pay-per-views, two straight weekends, and we have another pay-per-view coming up in late September. So Vinny and I will be doing a live recap of the show on Sunday. Yes, Mike? Maybe uh, uh, doing one with, with Tom, too, but we're still going to go ahead and determine that. Yes, we, we, we do these things on short notice, but but Filthy Tom and I may be here for the Twitch homies on Saturday night. I can't believe you interrupted me to tell me maybe something might happen on Saturday. Stay tuned. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. I guess, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.